Welcome back to Disney Discord again. I'm Kat. I'm Keller. (laughs) (laughs) And we finally made it back. We want to open with a couple things. First, though, just as an update. In the world, in our world, in this world. Basically, Um, we're super busy. Yeah, it's well, it's a new project and it's a lot and we're still learning. So we're going to move. We're probably going to do episodes every other week until further notice. Yeah. Um, And until we get more space and more comfortable. And more time. More time. Yeah. Because, you know, my life's crazy and I never know what I'm doing from day to day, let alone week to week. Yeah, and it's some of these, I mean, the the one we're doing today is pretty easy to p- just play around with. But some of, I mean, as anyone who knows Disney knows, some of the stories are really complicated and there's a lot to it. And to do it justice, it takes time. Yes. So, and we want to do it well, or at least as well as we're willing to. <laughs> this as well as our brains decide to make it. Yeah. <laughs> So maybe not all that great. <laughs> so sometimes it'll be great. And other times, well, you know what you signed up for. Yeah. I mean, do they though? I mean. <laughs> they had, they're about to find out. Hmm. Okay. So yes, now, now that we have that, that totally legitimate information out of the way. Moving on, we're doing Lady in the Tramp this week. We're doing we're doing 1955 Lady and the Tramp because every every time I tried to Google something, it was trying to force new Lady and the Tramp on me. Ah. So if you want to Google a lot of the fun facts and the things, or even like the actors, you have to Google 1955 Lady and the Tramp, or they will give you all the new one and none of the old one. Which, which is sad because I really like this movie. I do too. You know, like I, I, after wa- rewatching 101 Dalmatians as an adult and really just how like horrible parts of that movie were, I went into Lady and the Tramp with that kind of same mindset of like, I'm, I'm going to end up hating this movie in the end. And while I do acknowledge there are some general like bad parts. Oh, well, and there's some, so- there's some social problems. Yeah, oh, oh, problems. yeah, and there's a lot of racism, which I have to say, the the movie actually, at least because I watched it on, on Disney Plus, and no, I'm not plugging Disney Plus, I just happen to own Disney Plus or rent they it. They use it too. But, well, if you want to find Disney movies. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So there's there's about a like so you probably saw it too, then Kat. There's about a 10 second window that you're not able to pause. I actually had to let that play through, pause the movie, then go search it up elsewhere. Um, with this little blurb at the beginning of the movie that says, um, it's a warning that that talks about how there's stereotypes within the movie and it's harmful and you know uh what is from these lessons we hope to learn and grow and be better. Right. Um, There's actually a warning in the beginning of the movie on Disney about the harm of stereotypes in the movie. So yeah. Yeah, and you know what? I'll 
I accredit Disney for this. And I think it's kind of funny because I remember not three months ago, everyone was freaking out because all these things were going to be taken off Disney because of this. And instead, this seems to be the medium they've come to is that this disclaimer is in the beginning of a lot of the older Disney movies. Now I've noticed the first one I saw it on was actually Aristocats when we do that one, which will be uh, so Yes. I saw it on that and I was like, what's this? Oh, oh, yes, yes, there are. Right. My I, I agree there are there are middle middle ground and um my notes say that 10 seconds isn't enough to read it and there's no ability to pause, but it is there. So that that's okay. But I, I think it's to, a start. Yeah, I had to look it up, but at least Disney is trying. So like that that's what my notes are. Well, and I think that's fair. And I, but I also think it's like, it's important to realize that totally removing it means we can't actually address that this bad choice was made by a multi-billion dollar, very influential corporation. And so they need to address that. I do. I agree with what you're saying though. 10 seconds isn't long enough to read that almost two paragraphs. I think it would be like 20. Yeah, I think I would have been okay because I tried to pause it. I think what pissed me off the most is not that it was only 10 seconds long, is that I didn't have the ability to pause it. And I had to wait till that screen disappeared, pause the movie, then go elsewhere to look up what that said. Like if Disney can make that small tweak so that we can pause that to read it, I think it'll be fine. Because I, I agree. Yeah, you know, Disney's, we've all made some mistakes in the past because, you know, racism wasn't as. I don't. I, I think it I'm wasn't not, addressed not, as racism. Yeah, yeah it, it wasn't was considered addressed, like okay. Yeah, that yeah, that's what I'm trying to say. It wasn't addressed as as a as a bad thing. So the fact that they're trying to be like, look, you know, it was a different time, different place, but that doesn't make our actions okay is great. Not giving us the ability to pause it and actually read the fact that that's what they're trying to say isn't. Yeah, I totally agree, actually. And they need to, they're on their way, but I mean, keep doing better, Disney. That's a start. Yeah. Keep doing better. Yeah. Um, Glad you're recognizing it, but try harder. Try, yeah, but thanks for trying. Try harder. Good job. <laughs> um, then we, after our disclaimer, we do, we open with very pretty, of course, the beautiful classic hand drawings and Bella Note, which was written for the movie, of course, which is Beautiful Night, because um, Disney is a control freak and all, all the songs are written by Disney. Really? Really? We're going to scream now? Apparently. He just wants to be involved. Wants to help. He has opinions. Yeah. Apparently. Um, yeah, very pretty snowy night and then we go to so what i found out was this because i kept trying to google this song and this song was written because i kept getting silent night which apparently this song is modeled after and they just kind of rewrote it because disney ah and he has to write all his songs because he's right. a control freak but it's by sunny burke and peggy lee and sung by george gavat if anyone's wondering very cool <laughs> But so we have Jim Deere played by Lee Miller and Elizabeth, who is called Darling, the whole movie, everybody. Oh, she actually does have a name. 
She does have a name. Her name's Elizabeth, and it's said once by that horrible aunt. Oh. The only one who calls her by her name for like two seconds, and I think it's it's really quick. Yeah, I didn't even catch it. I had to Google her name because I was like, she must have a name. Like, Jim gets a name. Right. So, darling, yeah. Very cool. And this scene is something that Disney did for his wife, which I think is the cutest thing. And, and you know, if anyone who might be engaged to me wants to present me a puppy in a box, that'd be great. Oh <laughs> Shout out to... to <laughs> If yeah, no, no puppies in boxes. I was told no. Okay, moving on. <laughs> so yeah, Elizabeth receives Lady, who's the cutest cocker spaniel ever, in a box in a hat. I think it's a hat box. Yeah, it kind of looks like a hat box. And she's very cute. She is adorable. And, but so get our dog and she's very cute and we're gonna train her to sleep in the kitchen yeah that went well that that's like what i did with with maru my my husky did it work no he spent about three hours downstairs in the crate the first night and i couldn't stand the howling anymore so i went downstairs and got him and was like okay baby you can sleep here with me tonight and that <laughs> left until the day he died <laughs> And forever more, which is exactly what, what did you notice Jim kept trying to lay her on her back? Yeah, I didn't understand. Like, human baby. Yeah, I was like, no, that's that's not how dog anatomy. Like, I mean, yeah, you can lie them on their back, but no, dogs, dogs don't do that. There. Right? It's like the weirdest thing. But yeah, so it doesn't work. It works exactly the way it worked for Maru. Like. Oh, one time, lady. She can sleep up here one time. Dude, I'm so a concerning thing is I was doing some reading and they were using a lot of live animals. It makes me worry about how they got crying dog noises and the growling and the like oh. Disney didn't have the nicest methods. Right. And back in the 50s, there weren't as many laws. Like now, I know in Vermont, it's you can get charged with like a felony count of animal cruelty. Right. But back in the a 50s, lot of states didn't have that and still don't. Right. And there was a lot of those, you know, behind closed doors that doesn't exist kind of unspoken rules. And that not just for animal cruelty, but, you know, for anything. So that that kind of concerns me all of a sudden. Thank you for ruining my day. Yeah, I mean, we said we were going to be here to ruin thing. Yeah, like that. Yeah. Ruined, once that clicked in my head, I was like, oh, no. And it became kind of uncomfortable to watch the movie from that point on, because there are a lot of animal noises that are legitimate animal noises. Yeah. But I'm not 100 percent on how they got the animals to make those noises. I'm really glad I didn't think about it at the time because <laughs> it would have totally ruined the movie for me. Yeah, because now never. Yeah, like after this, I might not be able to watch Lady and the Tramp anymore because. Yeah, hmm. for that. I do. Have to think, yeah. Like, I, I like the fact, too, though, that instead of there being like a huge big bad like obviously in 101 dalmatians cruella was the big bad like it was very clear cruella was the big bad 
I feel like the big bad in this movie is the rat, which I know is completely sidetracking where we were going, but like, I don't know why that is too. I own rats. I do too. So rude. They demonized the rat culture. They did, but, and I have to, you know, and I have to explain this to people when I tell them I have a pet rat and they go, ew, you know, I have to explain this to them on a regular basis too. There's, there's a huge difference between a wild rat and a domesticated rat. Absolutely. Well, and I, like, I have to give the artist a lot of credit. Like that, that rat was freaky looking. Yeah. So like lady wakes up. And Jim Deere's not going to take her out because it's Sunday. Guys, hey, we not? <laughs> it is what it is. Um, yeah, so she lets herself out, but she's got like this super upper class name. But this is Disney's hometown. And anyone who's a Disney nerd probably knew that, but I did not know that. I didn't know that so, either. I just like, yeah, it's like that it was like the upper class society like clearly lady if not herself being a high bred dog which cocker spaniels are i mean a good breed but she lives in the higher society of the local community yeah we live i think it said it was marceline missouri it's a it's a little bit upper class like i googled pictures it looks like this it's very yeah. cute town um of course, and she has a big, beautiful yard with all the bushes. And yeah, then we meet that monster of a rat. Uh huh. She unburies and then replants a tulip upside down, which is the cutest thing ever. Yes. But yeah, that rat was scary looking. Yeah, he was. He's oh, I have in my notes <laughs> this secretive nit, secretive nim looking motherfucking sketchy ass horrific rat. Yeah, it kind of does look like Nicodemus, doesn't it? It does. I could. I was like, that's the rat from Nim. That rat's a murderer. Yeah. Oh, no, not Nicodemus. Oh, my God. Who's the bad guy? Um, I can't remember his name. I haven't watched that movie. Oh, I can't he wait to that, see that one. He had like the wavy, curvy sword, and he was he was a dick. Yeah. And he had glowy, yellow, yellow yeah. eyes. Yeah. He's scary looking. Maybe that is the rat. That was him before Nim got a hold of him. Oh my god, it was pre oh pre magic possessed rat. Pre nim. Yep. I don't know, I'm just making up fucking shit. I don't fucking know what I'm talking about. Yeah. <laughs> Follow the money. It's the thing. <laughs> she chases the rat away so that the like the whole rat gets chased away and she brings the paper in. She's so proud oh. of herself. And I kind of did like a, a half-ass timeline. I assume she's about six months old here at this point, like six to eight months old, because she, if you assume she was six to eight weeks old at Christmas and it's like early summer now, you know, I would figure six months old. Yeah. And it's well, and you're right. If you, there is a two second throwaway line where Jim says, I think she must be six months old. Yeah. So. Because that's why they get her the collar. And they, yeah, they get her her license. But when Jim, did you read the paper that Jim was reading? No. I was so proud of myself. I just happened to read the paper and right at the top you get foreshadowing and it says catastrophe scene ahead. Oh, really? Yeah. And I was like, oh, that's super funny and cute. Good that job. That is funny and cute. That's awesome. 
lady gets tea and a donut or coffee. I hope it's not coffee. It's coffee. They're going to kill that dog. I don't know, but she's she's so ladylike when she eats her her de- her tea or coffee and donut. Like she's she very she drinks her donut. I know she's very it's clearly so the one that rules the house. Yeah, well, and she very much wants to be a part of this world. Like she's very proud of her accomplishment, and she loves her home, and she's super down for coffee and. Donuts and donuts. Yeah. And she likes sitting on the carpet next to the fire. She's super into this life. She's not discontented or wishing for freedom. She's good. He's happy. I love Jim's comment though, about um, the headlines haven't been so bad lately since ladies started bringing them the paper and there's a giant (laughs) in the middle of the paper. It's just gone. Yep. It's so cute. <laughs> like, lady's life is good. Like, I honestly didn't remember that. Like, I, I remembered her going to the pound and, like, having all this hardship and everything. And so for the beginning part of this movie, I was like, I don't, I, because I, I didn't remember this all. And I was like, oh, God, this is going to go downhill. Like, I completely forgot about the aunt. So I was like, what the fuck? Oh, she's a nightmare. Like, Jim, Jim and Darling are being so nice to her, and then they just kick her out, and like she goes to the pound, and then they left, and the on came in, and I was like, oh yeah, that's right, they aren't even here when this happens. Yeah, and this on, this on is not a dog person. She will get there definitely, but she is yeah. a nightmare. She She's is. a monster of a human being, and gives a really half-assed way of apologizing at the end, and somehow we're all just supposed to be okay with it. Yeah. Stupid. Yeah. Oh, and so we, yeah, it's a very good time. And she goes outside and meets her friends. Well, she has to, no, she goes to their house because she has to, well, I don't know if she goes to Jacques or Trusty's house, but she has to show off her collar. I think she goes to Jacques' house first. Yeah, because darling Elizabeth, Elizabeth presents Lady with the collar, which must be what Elizabeth did that day. Like they had the conversation that morning and then that day they got her collar. And so she right. goes out in the afternoon to show her friend, Jock, who's played That's- by Bill Thompson, who is not mm-hmm. Scottish. She's very American person. <laughs> and Trusty, who's played by Bill Buckham. Beckham. I can't read. Don't come for me. I don't want to hear it. That's the Bloodhound. And they're fantastic. They are. Jock is burying his bone and singing his song about burying his bone. That, yep. It's very cute. I love his paws though, because it's got the little wisp on the fur. So you can't like actually see his feet. He looks like he's wearing these really weird little like shoes. And he, he just does. he has no toes. He, he just does. has like a little tough. Yep. I just love the way he walks though. Like I love Jock. He's the best. He's so cute and he's so sweet. He he's is. a sweet little thing. And he tries to come. He's kind of hot tempered. He like he comes he for is. people a couple times. Which I find great because most people, and correct me if I'm wrong, the smaller the dog, the angrier the temper. Oh, for sure. So like they're being, much quicker. Yep. So with him being the smallest dog, he's got the biggest temper. He will fight a bitch. He will. He will throw hands. Mm-hmm. Over some shit. He doesn't care. He's ready. Uh, he, she shows Jacques first. Yeah. And he's yeah. like, oh, 
so grown up and it's so pretty and expensive. Expensive comes up a lot in this movie. Yeah. It's like they want to let us know how well off Darling and Jim are without actually being like Darling and Jim are millionaires, you know, which. Yeah, but it is really pushed. Exactly. It is really pushed that they are wealthy and she is a well-bred dog from a uppity town. Yeah. And it's kind of like, she's a little bit shamed for it a couple times. Yeah. Like she's very clearly, you know, a a pedigree. She probably has papers. Oh, I'm sure she does. I would hope she did. She's very pretty dog to have no papers. Right. Well, she's really pretty. Look at at Bibi. Bibi has no papers and she's super pretty. That's true. Dogs can be pretty without papers. Yeah. Remember Deacon? Oh my God. Remember Deacon? She was part Cocker Spaniel. Oh yeah, she was all oh, wobble ears. Adorable. Okay, Deacon. Deacon was this little. Uh, she was a little much. She was half cocker spaniel, half Rottweiler, if you can believe it or not. Just like was, super weird, random mixture. Yeah, and she was the size of a cocker spaniel with the fur of a cocker spaniel, but the markings of a Rottweiler. Like she was the cutest little thing on the planet. Yeah, which really just made her a cocker spaniel with the best color pattern ever. Ever, it was yeah, so cute. And she, I mean, she had the temperament of a cocker spaniel too. So she was super quiet, super laid back. Like, oh, they one second, are, I have to go let the cat in. He's scratching at the door. Oh, he's got to come help. Yes, yes, yes. Wow, you're loud today. Can you hear him? I just heard a little. Meow, but my birds have been screaming the whole time. So, like, sorry, everyone. Animals exist in this world. Which is perfect because animals. I don't know why I'm animals. to show you people. You're going to be asking. It's a vocal medium, like, holding pets up to the camera. It's fine. Don't worry. There It'll be is. okay. Caller. Are you going? <laughs> oh, don't jump on the dog. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, distractions. Moving on. Um, moving on. Oh, moving on to Trusty, who's tracking a caterpillar. Which is 6 2. Yeah. Or 3. 6 3, wearing a striped suit, clearly escaped from prison. And the, yes! caterpillar, the caterpillar's all, all proud of himself. He's like, I'm 6 3. Oh, he stood up with a little smile. He's like, Yeah, I am. Yeah. <laughs> he was for it. It was so cute. Yep. But then, like, Trusty's lost his sense of smell, but don't tell anyone because that's how we deal with relationships in this world, apparently. <laughs> like, is we just like shame people for their disabilities, but then not let them in on knowing that that's a thing. And it turns out to not be a thing. So, shame on them. Yeah. Which is, but I think that's very like, it's a little bit weirdly reflective of the like, small town gossip gossip thing that happens uh-huh. like you're friends with people but everyone has their own little rumors they like to talk about each other with and they talk behind each other's backs yeah because that's what jo- what jock says is you know he lost his sense of smell don't don't say anything which I know why they did it because that's that's a you know a plot point and we as the viewer need to know that he doesn't have a sense of smell 
But wouldn't you think that Jock would have said something about that well before Lady was six months old and just getting her collar? Well, and that's kind of when he said that, I was like, well, wouldn't you either just not tell Lady as Trusty's closest confidant or wouldn't Lady just already know? Right. But if they're all like besties the way they seem to be, but he like he he goes and he gossips behind his friend's back. Right. The other thing about I his noticed, disability. Yeah. The other thing I noticed too, which I'm not a hundred percent sure how I feel about it, is that in some aspects, lady lady can dog. Like she she can get the paper, she can chase off the rats, which is a cocker spaniel thing in the first place, but that's that's besides the point. But then in other aspects, she can't dog like you'd think she'd be able to pick up on the fact that trusty has no sense of smell but or very naive or that she makes a couple moves that i'm i think they're trying to put you under the impression that she's extremely sheltered yeah oh no it's very clear that she's sheltered um, because she makes a couple decisions that are like that's weird even for a dog. Yeah, to make that decision. And I could understand that if she didn't have dog friends, but the fact that she has dog friends who clearly have been around the block a few times, some of the decisions that Lady makes don't make sense other than to drive the plot of the movie. Yeah, like they're kind of just put in there as a for motive purposes. Yeah, I totally yeah. agree. It is weird. Um, lady's so pretty that we'll give it a pass because she's just cute. She is. She's adorable. We we can't we can so let that slide. <laughs> lady, we forgive you for your faults. It's not your fault that you got wrote the way you were. It's like Jessica Rabbit. I'm not bad. I was just drawn oh, this way. Jessica Rabbit. I love her. Poor woman. That's a story for a different day. Oh, should we do that? Is that what a pro? That one's. I don't know. Is that a Disney movie? I think even if it's not a Disney movie, we make an exception because that I love. It. <laughs> we call in like off off Disney month or something, and we'll do like not Disney movies, not Disney Disney esque movies. Oh look! Um, the first thing that comes up is Roger Rabbit Disney. Oh yay! It is Disney. Oh, okay, moving on. Well, that is noted. The film rights for the film story in 1981. Yes, we can yes. do Roger Rabbit. Disney owns everything. Yes, they do. So does that technically make Jessica a Disney princess? <gasps> if she isn't, she should be, and she's my favorite. If Esmeralda is a Disney princess, then Jessica, Jessica Rabbit. Hey, technically, is. Thor's a Disney princess. <laughs> Disney owns Marvel now. Oh my god! Everything they own. Disney everything. princess. Jessica Rabbit, Disney princess. Oh my god! Oh my god! So what was that? What do you? What would you call that thing? A lady dismisses herself because Jim Deere calls her, and he balances. I don't know, a Tums on her nose? Oh, see, I thought it was just like a, a... I initially thought that maybe it was like a piece of gum, but I think it's just supposed to be some sort of dog treat that he brought home for her. I'm sure it's supposed to be, but it's like the most weird... Like, wouldn't you, Every time I see a dog treat drawn, it's like brown or red. That, like, that was pink. It looked... It was Pepto-Bismol pink. 
I, it, it looked like a gumball. It did. It was really weird. I was like, that's a, that's a weird art choice. Animators at Disney, but okay. It's it's fine. But yes. She, Life she, is good. She excuses Nothing herself. Nothing can replace Lady. Right. No, it's very clear that Lady is the center of their world. You know, and I, I honestly have to give everybody in the movie credit that worked on the movie and just the, the way the movie handled it itself. Because once they find out that she's pregnant, yes, there's the excitement of, oh my God, we're going to have the family be bigger. But they include Lady. Like, they don't for one second think the dog has to go. They're like, no, the, the dog is part of the family. They, like, let her see the baby. You know, Lady gets upset for a little while, though, because that's when she meets. She will. Okay. Back up. Yeah. Like, wait, 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 wait. Because we, yeah, he like, she gets gaslit and kind of manipulated and circumstances change that would not have otherwise happened unless Sarah was there. <laughs> Things happen and Lady gets. No, but even that, she, you know, they realize that, that, that Darling is pregnant and Lady gets all confused because, like, Darling won't take her for walks. Jim didn't you know, stop to give her, give her treats. Like he always does. Like, it's very clear that something's not wrong, but different. Something's different. And well, and to be fair, lady is really confused. There is some of that. Well, we won't get there. First we meet tramp. Yeah. Before lady, her, the beginning of her conflict, we meet tramp Tramp. who had like a bunch of names before they became tramp and was modeled by a female dog. And it's oh. played by Larry Roberts. So there you go. Cool. Well, I know he has a different name for every family that he goes and visits. I that think kind of, so those extra names were names that they went through with Tramp, but kind of dismissed. So they were going to call him funny. Butch. Because yeah, I'm pretty sure that's one of the names that he's called. Butch. Um... One of the names was Bozo, but I don't think that ends up in the movie. I do list them at one point when we get there. But yeah, yeah he has like four throwaway names that we get. Um, and he's a, like, they literally, in this movie, I was like, oh, we're doing that? Because we literally go to the other side of the tracks. Like, there are d- distinct yeah. railroad yeah, tracks. Yeah, on the railroad tracks, yeah. Yeah, and Tramp sleeps on them, so we're on the wrong side of the tracks. And, you know, we stretch and we drink and he's gonna go get breakfast yeah and yeah the whole town's this dog's oyster like tramp is very much and there's a lot that can be said here about that like i think the i think the new agey kids call these call these younger guys who would act like this i think i don't know i think the word is fuck boy <laughs> yeah which I don't is know just either. someone who runs from person to person getting shit yeah. for free. Definitely. Or what was it the TLC called them? Scrubs? Scrubs, yeah. They wrote a whole song for them. They wrote a whole song. The song was the song Scrubs was actually written about Tramp. And, <laughs> <laughs> and Peg was their fourth member. Yes, so, yes. It's amazing. We'll meet her too. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, we go to, so that town, the like real life town, there isn't a Tony's, but there is like a little, 
Italian restaurant and it's very cute, small townsy. Of course. And we meet Tony, who's played by George Gavat, who is a Russian-born actor and not in any way Italian. Damn, could have fooled me. And it and does a very exaggerated version of Italian. Like there's a lot. Oh, there's a lot wrong with that accent. Oh, yeah. There, I mean, there's a lot it's wrong. So much. There's a lot wrong with all of the the cultural aspects that come into this movie, but I I didn't realize that he was Russian. You totally could have fooled me. Well, and that's what I was like. I just thought he was, and I think this is one of the things that I'm starting to realize with this older movies. We back then it was just like a voice actor, and they were just allowed to do whatever. But there could have been a lot of different roles spread out into this movie that could have given a lot of people jobs, but instead they just used like this small cast of people and had them all do different voices of their it, versions yeah. of these. And, and that's kind of sad and unfair. Yes. We could have employed some people, but it's still like Tony's great. It's hilarious to listen to him. It's ridiculous. It, it it's is. Ridiculous. But it's good too at the same time. It's so much fun to watch. And he had, like they throw a bone to Tramp because apparently what did they call him? Um, oh, Tony has a name for him too. He calls because everyone has a different name for Tramp. None of the humans call Tramp Tramp. Tramp, right. Tramp's his dog name. Tramp's his yeah, actual doggy name. I don't know. One of them calls him Bruno. No, hold on. No, you're not going outside now. Can't believe I didn't put that in my notes. Sorry, everyone. But that's okay. He gets a bone. Anyway, he gets a bone and he eats his bone and his bone's delicious. And then his friends are we meet Peg and the bulldog whose name I never got. Did you ever get that bulldog's name? No. I don't think they ever say it, but the important part is we meet Peg, who's the bestest in the world. And the woman who plays Peg was like a super famous jazz singer and stuff. I guess she was like a big deal. She's kind of fantastic. Yes. Yes, she is. I'm not finding Tramp's names. I will like it, when we post the episode, I'll list them at the bottom. Cause okay. I do like, I can find them, but I don't know that bulldog's name. Um, Tramp breaks them out of the doggy police car. So Tramp's done this a lot. Broken. He's apparently opened the dog catcher's door. Oh, and there was a sign where they were like, <laughs> now in town, all the doggies go to doggy jail if they have no bags. Right. Yeah. This is not a dog friendly town. No, it's not. They they want all of the dogs to go to doggy prison if they don't have a collar. And even if they do have collar, because we'll get there, but that's how Lady ends up in, in, in doggy prison, too. Yeah, she's there for a second. I mean, she gets a... But she's there for a second. Um, she gets a whole musical number. Oh, she does. And... Oh, Tramp. Sir. Yeah. But yeah, so Tramp, Tramp, let's go, goes back. He, he rescues 
Peg and the bulldog, whose name I don't know. And then brings the dog catcher on a wild goose chase that ultimately leads him to Pidge and Jock and Trusty. Yeah, and he calls it Snob Hill. Yep. Because he doesn't live there, so clearly it's garbage. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and he just walks on to... Like, we go back to Lady, who's very sad, because Jim Deere and Darling are acting different, like we mentioned earlier. There's yeah. Jim Deere called her that dog and didn't give her the treat on the porch when he came home from work. That mm -hmm. was a big scandal. Yep. Darling it's spanked her. Yes. But... She's very upsetting. She is very upset, but Jock and Trusty are trying to explain to her that they're acting different, not because they don't love her anymore, but because they're sidetracked by the whole baby thing. Like, they're trying to comfort her and reinforce the fact that she's still part of the family. You just need to back off and give them some space for a while. Yeah, that she's, it's, she's loved and everything's fine. I think even Jock says, like, you shouldn't really even pay attention to it because humans do this sometimes and it's because a baby's coming. And yeah. this is another part where I'm like, I get that lady's supposed to be ignorant, but is she really like this ignorant? Because she's like, what's the baby? Pregnant? What's pregnant mean? Do things? Yeah. Like, I don't know that you had to make her that dumb. Yeah, she's definitely very... Like, <laughs> but yeah, I, still, I still love her. She's so sweet. Again, she gets a pass because lady. Yes. She's sad right now and she doesn't understand. But there, yeah, and it's not like Jim Deer and Darling never like threw her out of the house or locked her outside. It's just the routine changed and I yeah. mean, I would argue that Elizabeth could have walked the dog. She was not very pregnant at that moment. Yeah. But maybe, I don't know. The only, no, the only thing I would sensitive pregnancy. Yeah, no, the only thing I would say is that the only, the only, like, negative thing that Jim and Darling ever do to Lady is that, is that one time where <clears throat> Darling, Darling hits her. Yeah, and even Lady says it does. It didn't hurt, but she—it's never shock. happened before. Yeah, it was a shock effect. And it's yeah, and so I get it. She's confused. Yep, she's gone from um, being the center, the center of everything, to kind of being pushed aside. Yeah, like Jim and Elizabeth are clearly distracted. Yes. Um, Considering how much praise she was getting in the beginning, I do think they do a good job of making it really clear that she she wasn't just a pet. She was the center of their world. They were very much a couple where this was like their, their pre-baby baby. Yeah, this was their fur baby and nothing was going to change that. Yeah. Um I think it's funny how Jock and Trusty like are explaining a baby though, because they're like, you can't play with it, and they, they yell a lot, and like they might, right? But you'll learn <laughs> to love it, we promise. <laughs> but it, they're so sweet, and it'll be okay. And then Tramp decides that he's is entitled to be a part of this conversation. Yeah, like if it wasn't for the fact that he's an entitled asshole, this movie would never have happened. He's like, if he had done the polite. Thing, which is that conversation's none of your business. Keep a walking, sir. Yeah. Um, then the movie's over, and Lady probably would have been fine. 
Well, I don't know. Okay, wait, maybe we should revisit that because if she hadn't met Tramp, he does save her later. He that does. A woman he is allowed him. into her house. Yes, we can. Who isn't nice to her? Like Jim and Elizabeth don't ever actively mistreat her. I, I agree with the parakeet. <laughs> I'm so sorry, everyone. <laughs> oh my gosh. That's right. Baby, <laughs> I think I'm going to go ahead and make some assumptions because he says, like, speak. I speak from experience. And then just starts, like, talking shit. Yeah. All these insecurities and ladies brain and her family's going to abandon her and she'll be thrown out and she won't be fed good food anymore. Uh huh. Tramp's like clearly been hurt by someone and it was yeah. clearly involving a baby. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that's how he ended up on the street. I like, I think so too. I never really thought about it as a kid, but like listening to the way they wrote his piece of dialogue there, I was like, oh man, I think Tramp might be like a get out dog. Or maybe yeah. they put him outside and he took it from doggy perspective as being thrown out. Yeah. Who knows? No. Who knows? <laughs> but he's still, I mean, it's still psychopath behavior. He's like already like your family yeah. will love you and no one loves you, by uh -huh. the way. <laughs> but Jacques throws him out. This is a like Jacques ready to throw hands moment. Yeah. He calls him a radical. Yeah, no, they definitely do not like each other. No. Jock really hates Tramp. Actually, it's made pretty clear. Um, yes. Then we get a time lapse. We kind of get like, we circle in April, all of April. <laughs> yeah. And apparently we've like decided this baby's going to Yale already. Yep. Lots of Yale memorabilia all over the place all of a sudden. Did you notice that? Did notice that. And, and they don't know if it's a boy or a girl. And I love the fact that they have everything pink and then they have a boy. Right? They planned for it. Even, and Elizabeth even knew. She was like, we have no way of knowing. And still everything was like pink and bows everywhere. Yeah. But either way, that baby's going to Yale. That's very yeah. clear. <laughs> yes. Unless that stuff got put up because Jim went to Yale. Oh, I didn't think I didn't even consider that. Yeah, that's a possibility. That's well, I I mean, in that case, unless he's like was valedictorian, that's weird. <laughs> Maybe they could be young though. This is the 50s. They could be a straight out of college married couple. Yeah. Yeah. I could be being real mean about it. I might need to calm down. Anyway, baby shower. <laughs> oh no, first watermelon and chopped suey, which yeah. yeah. That's it's unacceptable. So gross. I don't care if you're pregnant. So many it's not okay. I can't. It's just nope. 
No, it, watermelon. I was like, watermelon in January when you're pregnant? Yeah, I get it. I'm okay. on board. And then okay. she said chop suey. And I was like, why'd you have to ruin it? Right. I don't mind chop suey, but like, ugh. you're going to just sit there and like take a bite of watermelon and a bite of chop. No. Uh. And then baby shower where everyone also calls Elizabeth darling. Like all her friends are calling darling. Elizabeth darling, which yeah. I thought that was the point where I was like, does this woman just not get to have a name in this movie? This yeah. Is crazy. Why I never even thought about it because. What 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 is it like? He's like no one says it. Yeah, and I think they kind of like they give it a pass by having Jim Deer have a half a pet name too. So everyone's like, oh, that's just what they call each other all the time. Um, I mean, and it is, but like when all her friends are like saying, oh, darling, I was telling darling she was so radiant. I was like, why they don't know her name? Yeah, that's darling. I don't understand. Get to Google it. Right. Nope. Name's Elizabeth. Just no one says it. Okay. And yeah, we get the baby shower, and it's—I mean, it's an okay scene. It looks—it looked like a nightmare to me. What was your baby shower like? Uh. Do you have one? <laughs> I had baby showers. Um, <laughs> honestly, for for my oldest, I I only had one with my oldest because um, the people that I worked with threw me one, and it literally was we need you to come into work early today, and I show up to work, and everybody's there at one of the bigger tables, and they're like, "Surprise, we got you stuff." Thank you. Oh, okay. Appreciate it. But my youngest, um, we did a small one, but I didn't need much at that point because I'd gotten it all with my oldest. So yeah. Oh, <laughs> and you had one boy after another. So like oh, you yeah, could really do boys, pass so it down. I, I could get away with that. Yeah. Um I mean, I did have a baby shower, but it wasn't planned by me and it was a nightmare. And it was like it was not my friends. It wasn't good. So baby no. shower was Seem like a nightmare to me. Yeah, no, they they kind of are. I don't really. I haven't had. A, for those of you out there who had a great baby shower experience, congratulations! I'm happy for you. Yeah, no, no, seriously, the better the experience, awesome. Like, good for you. Like, yeah, like I always thought it looked fun with the like the movie version, but I did not have that experience. So just seeing this was like, oh god, that looks <laughs> terrible. And I'm pregnant Horrible. and tired and nauseous, and I don't want to do any of that. Right. Listen to people lie to me about how I don't look pregnant and I'm glowing. It's a lie. Shut up. Stop it. But but darling looks so good. She was radiant. Oh God, did you hear those women? It was so funny. They were all like competing about who had told her most recently that she looked so I know. It's the funniest conversation. It was bonkers. They're so insane. We were crazy people. Like all those, those Elizabeth and Jim's friends are crazy people. The men they were all are. talking about how like a father might die, but we haven't lost one yet. Like it was bad. Yeah. Crazy. Crazy. Uh, but then it's a boy. The baby's yeah. here. 
Okay. And they skip a lot of time. Like, I kind of kept a timeline. And ladies, I figure about two by the time the baby arrives. I think we get a year. I think this happens. I think they fudge the actual pregnancy line because we start at a Christmas and we end on a Christmas. Well, yeah, that would make baby. I mean, that would make lady about two, which is what I figured. Oh, unless we skipped over a Christmas. I think we did because it wasn't. It wasn't um, important, I guess. I don't know. Maybe All well, and because how about this? They better have skipped over Christmas because if Lady is only a year old and having puppies, I got some things to say. Well, it's okay. So it was in a lot of the things I read. There was a lot of really angry animal activist sites about how this movie encourages um, early breeding. breeding, and they're yeah. real mad about it and about breeding on a yeah. first first and- heat. Yeah, that's what they say. They're mad. Which like a lot of the articles I read were like, this is wrong. It is wrong. You shouldn't do that. No breeding on the first heat. Give the poor child a minute. She is literally six months old. Good God. Right, exactly. The equivalent of a teenager. Yeah, give, give the girl some time to breathe and grow up. Then you can do what you need to. If you must have a Cocker Spaniel pure puppy, get it. Like, damn. It's, yeah, he's like screaming. and oh, it's, oh, and this is, we get the what is the baby song. She's going to go find out. Oh, she goes to go find out. Cutest song. I so, like that song. Is I like the what is the baby song, but the for some reason, and I know it's so simple, that lullaby makes my heart happy. Yeah. It might just be the way Elizabeth's like the voice actor who does Elizabeth sings it, and it's just such a nice I like it so much. Mm-hmm. And I sang it to myself a lot. <laughs> it's a good one. And I wish Orion was a baby so that I could sing him. It's a squish. <laughs> He's not a baby anymore. I could always try singing it to my idiots, but I don't think they'd appreciate it much. I think they'd look at you really confused. I'm pretty yeah. sure I can hear my oldest right now. Mom, what the fuck? Like, are you possessed? What is happening? Yep. <laughs> I started doing the la la It's a good song, though. I like it. Sweeper. <laughs> Just pet him. Yep. He'd be mortified. He'd run away. He, he would. He'd be like, I, I don't know you. This is not what I had in mind for today. I'm out. I feel like I'm super busy all of a sudden. Yes. Bye. Did you? <laughs> I loved that. Like, the, he was going to check the baby's eyes, too. He's yeah. Like, I- like they wouldn't have an eye color. A baby fully right. has no eye color. They totally fudged a lot of stuff. That's okay. Yeah, there was some stuff that, like, at this point in the movie, you can tell like they stopped paying to small details with the people in the movie because they say some weird stuff. Yeah, it doesn't really make sense. But lady does go up, and she's gonna go find out where the baby is. 
And yep. I think they do this really well. The way like Jim comes up behind her and she kind of jumps and she feels like she's not supposed to be around it because her head's been filled with all this crazy stuff from everyone about babies. Uh-huh. And, but it's, I think this is to your point earlier, making it really clear that Jim and Elizabeth had no intention to like throw her out or keep her away from the baby. They, they they love her. They want her to be around. And that's the way it's going to be. Yeah, and the, that was made really obvious. It's super sweet. Um, I, yeah, I really like this part. But then apparently we're going on a trip. In our favorite rocket ship? Sorry. I grew this guy. <laughs> Anyways, we get distracted very easily. But yeah, no, I, so I really feel like they're going on their honeymoon. Oh, do you think? See, I was being so mean about it. I was like, why are y'all going on vacation? You just had a baby. Aren't you got take a nap? I, I think I think they're going on a honeymoon or or something. I really do. Okay, I guess that would make it a little more reasonable because I was like, this seems weird to go on a trip. I mean, when did, after you had your babies, when was the first time you traveled without them? Uh, <laughs> um, Still waiting. That, that's a good question. When the hell did I go for a trip without them? I don't know. That That's a good question. So I think the first time I like went somewhere without Orion, I think he was like four. Yeah, yeah, I would. It, yes, I would definitely agree with the. It was it was after they were like out of diapers. Yeah, and like pretty not perfect on their feet, but relatively solid and could consume regular food. Yeah, like, they definitely weren't newborns. So I thought this was kind of weird. Like, I thought it was weird. And maybe it's just a time difference. Like, it it is the, it takes place, it's the 50s, and it's different, and they, the economy would have different, things are different. And I understand that. Um, the glass bottles are a really good kind of hint of how different. Well, and the fact that the doctor comes to them. The doctor comes have, to them. Yeah, to have a birth in the home. Like, I actually said at one point, like, what, when does this movie take place? It's like, when was that happening? That doesn't happen anymore well, unless I, you, like, you get I a feel like even though the movie was made in the 50s, it sound, it feels to me like it took place closer to, like, the, the turn of the century or, like, the 1920s. I think it, was it the 20s or 40s? I think it was either the 40s or 30s. Because they have cars. Like, so Jim Deere and Darling, and you see it for two seconds, have a car. Yeah. But the dog catcher is driving a horse and buggy. Horse, And the doctor has a horse-drawn carriage. Yeah. I don't know what to call that. I think they're called buggies. I think they were called buggies. Um, I don't know. Carriages is probably the nicer way. But yeah, so they're like cars existed, but they were those not great cars. And yeah. it looks like most people used horses still. Yeah. Um, sorry, I lost my place all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, we like, 
I don't know. It seems it seems okay. Like Lady's shown the baby, and the baby's very cute, and they're gonna leave. And Lady's super not stoked about it. And like Elizabeth wasn't stoked about it. And Jim's like, it's fine. Everything will be fine. Let's yeah. go. Even I was with Elizabeth who was like, I feel so, I don't feel like this is a good idea. And Jim's like, no, nah, it's fine. Yeah, he. Mm -hmm. um, and then we get, like, we've made it to fucking Aunt Sarah. Oh, God. Who they act like is a super nice person. So I, I'm like confused. About she's horrible. I don't like her. She's terrible. First of all, who brings their cats to house sit a dog and a baby? A strange house that's not theirs. Like that's that's a weird person thing to do. Right. You don't bring your cats with you. That's very strange. <laughs> and like Aunt Sarah shows up and smashes Lady with the door. Yeah. Then shuts her outside. Mean. She's just mean. She is like just her. mean and totally disregarding of Lady and her existence. And then we get our our big cultural misrepresentation. Oh yeah. Of these cats' names are C and M. Yeah. I and M. Yeah. And who are played by Peggy Lee, um, who is an American. These cats are every stereotype you could imagine. Uh-huh. <laughs> not Just all good, of them. Not good stereotypes either. They're and Oh, I, they're like they're not good. They're horrible animals and they yes. try to murder the bird and they try to murder the fish. They're terrible. My, looking at my notes, my note here says the cats are dicks. And while their song <laughs> while their song is catchy, it's totally a problem. <laughs> Dude, that's how I felt. I was like, I shouldn't, I shouldn't love this song. Oh no. <laughs> I do. Right. Yeah. I shouldn't love this song as much as I do. Yeah. Mm -hmm, I'm with you. And I know it's all I'm gonna hear in my head, and I'm just gonna get to carry around a lot of shame. <laughs> like I know I should feel bad for liking the song. I know I should, but God it's damn, so it. problematic. Yeah, it's just all the stereotype, and it's like it's bad wonderful. accents, and it's so wrong. The part that I have stuck in the head stuck in my head currently is the is the two lines where one of the I don't because I don't know who which cat is which. Is, they're talking about the fish, and they're like a head for you and a tail for me. <laughs> like that's what I have stuck in my head. Oh, that's I dude, I always giggle without fail. It doesn't matter how many times I watch this movie when poor lady goes to put the fish back in the bowl. <laughs> then like one of the cats is there. She's yeah. sitting back out. Poor lady. She's trying so hard. She is just trying so hard to be a good dog. And like the moment Aunt Sarah shows up, it just it all turns to shit that's immediately. Rude. And these cats fuck up the whole house. And cats are this awful song, and they're gonna go steal milk. I do like I get the last straw though, because they're gonna go steal milk from the baby. They hear the baby, and yeah. they're like, "We're gonna go steal milk." And yeah. Lady's like, "I'm gonna fuck oh, you up." Fuck like, no, she, gets mean. she does, and she should. She should. 
Like, they're going to go steal from her human. Fuck that shit. The baby human, which is little and defenseless. Yeah, so Lady oh. finally freaks out. She's going to beat the shit out of the cats, but before she gets a chance to, they act like the worst version of a younger sibling. Oh. They make... They, it's all what? Lady's fault. They hurt them. These poor... Oh, yeah, they cry. Damn. The poor, terrible dog and Aunt Sarah's precious babies who could do no wrong. And the cats get to go upstairs with the baby. Yep. Not and Lady gets taken cool. to the most incompetent pet shop owner on the planet. Oh my God. What is his problem? This dude's so dumb. I, uh. <laughs> It's like he's never worked with the dog. He doesn't let her sniff the muzzle. Lady's clearly never even seen a muzzle. I don't yeah. think she's had anything tied to her face before. Nope. I would I would completely agree with that. And he's like, oh, it'll be fine. We'll just slip it on and she'll love it. No, that's not how muzzles work. You have to train the animal. Yeah, and she does what is totally appropriate for an animal who has something stuck to their face all of a sudden. And she freaks out. <laughs> Oh, yeah. And like, yeah, she heads into town. She's off and gets chased by psycho dogs. Yes. Yeah, that, that, I don't, God, I don't know. I don't like that scene. Well, I don't like that scene and I don't like it more after I knew the things about the animals yeah. being used. Yeah, no, I don't like that either. But I, well, one thing I, I did like about and they do this every time that there's some sort of like crazy fight in the movie. If you look at the dog's eyes, especially Tramp, they go red. Oh, when he goes, when he, he's spoiler alert, at the end, his eyes get like super red. It becomes really obvious when they're in like animal fighty bitey zone. Right. And well, they do here too. Oh, do they? Yeah. I noticed it here. Oh, I can't believe I didn't notice that. Good. Yeah. Yeah. Those dogs are terrifying. They are. And Tramp, for some reason, is like super doggy. And he somehow is. three dogs don't kill Tramp, but Tramp chases away and the three dogs. And there's no blood, and everyone's okay. Disney movie magic. Ta-da. Ta-da. He's got Disney plot armor. Disney plot armor. <laughs> <laughs> Saves the day again. This is, yeah. And he calls her Pigeon from here on out. I don't think Tramp ever calls her by her name. No, he calls her Pigeon or Pidge. And honestly, I don't like it. I'm, it's not my favorite. There's so many better like, things he could call her besides Pidge. Like, she well, it kinda, I think it drops the womanizing hint. Yeah. Kind of right away. Yeah, no, he's totally an asshole. And then she marries him. And then or they get married and live happily ever after. Dogs do in this whatever. According to 101 Dalmatians, they get married, so. Right? Yeah, that's true. They have puppies. Yeah. Unless Tramp just continues his mindset of I'm going to be a womanizing bastard and, you know, knocks her up out of wedlock. <laughs> he does. The only reason Pongo and Purdy got married is because Roger and Anita got married and they were at the wedding. 
That's true. So, that was a marriage of circumstance. Yeah. I have in my <laughs> I have in my notes, it just occurred to me that I don't know how old Tramp is. I know Lady is six months old. Or a little well, older than six months, maybe a year now. Yeah, I, I put her between, you know, six months and two years by the time, like, and I, I really want to say it's two years because given how old, how big the baby is at the end of the movie. It's true. It's sitting it's up. And yeah. And the fact that it's Christmas again, I, I really think we just skipped a Christmas. I really want to believe that she's two by the end of the movie. I hope so. Cause yeah. Cause otherwise there's more problems. Like you said. Yeah. yeah. Let, let I, I, maybe she's not. But I really want to believe that she is. So yeah, we can. One can dream. Yes. But yeah, it's like Tramp. So she tells Tramp that everything that he said came true, and her family has fallen apart, and this horrible woman lives in her house, and she's been thrown out. It's like it's really sad because. That's not actually what has happened, but to her, it really does look like that. Like everything this random dog said has come true and the baby yeah. showed up and now her loving family is gone and it's all bad. Cats yep. moved into her house. Racially inappropriate cats moved into her house. Yes. Those bastards. Those bastards. And Tramp's like, I get it. Let's go to the zoo. And we'll get that thing off your face. <laughs> the, f the beaver reminds me of Gopher from Winnie the Pooh. Hey, oh, he's Gopher from Winnie and the Pooh. He's he probably borrowed a lot. He probably borrowed that. They do probably. look a little alike. Well, just the the voice with the the way the S's go and whistle. Yeah, the whistling S's, and I'm not saying it's not. It's like it's probably not acceptable because I don't really know if that's based off of an actual like accent or something or of appropriating culture or anything. But the only thing I could think is people like who actually have the bigger front teeth and have that whistle kind of side up yeah. side effect of it. Um, yeah, no, it, it probably is bad. Like I'm, it probably is. Sure, it is. Disney's an asshole. He has sure it is many bad. Ways. But Whenever, whenever he talks, all I can think of is Gopher from Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> and I don't and know. And he is cute sounding. He's funny. His name is Mr. Busy. They never oh. say it, but that's his name. That's his name. Oh, but before we beat Mr. Busy, Tramp decides that apes are too stupid because they're too close related to humans, <laughs> but then almost gets Lady murdered by an alligator. Right. Somehow that made more sense. And yet, she has puppies with this asshole. And yeah, and yet she like sticks it. And again, like Lady can even. There's a moment where we figure out like Lady can read. She's yeah. a smart, well-rounded dog. And every time Tramp does something silly, she just like goes along with it as if he miraculously has more information than she does. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of. It's maybe the reason I'm angry at it is because young me is like, ooh, relatable. Yikes. Right. Oops. I'm wasted. It's fine. We all make choices. 
<laughs> it's fine. Everything's fine. But we meet Mr. Busy, and apparently Tramp is an avid car salesman. Oh, my God. I wrote it down. I think I wrote it down. Okay. The new, he calls the muzzle, the new, improved, patented, handy-dandy, never-fail, little giant log puller. <laughs> that's, that's a name. That's a name. <laughs> And that's what we're going to sell this poor beaver. It, well, I guess he doesn't really sell it, so it's not that bad. That's true. He doesn't really sell it. She runs off with it. Yeah, I know like, that after Lady runs off, the fucking store owner's kind of like, well, the merchandise left the store. That'll be $39.99, please. Like, God, I hope so. I hope she had to pay for that. And it was just the worst inconvenience for her. Uh-huh. I'd be fucking amazing. I really she's... don't like Aunt Sarah at all. She's a horrible she's... individual. She's and you know what? I don't like to judge people by the kind of animals they choose to own. They really push that like Jim and Darling are like quote unquote dog people, and Aunt Sarah as a cat person is a terrible human being. They kind of do. Yeah, like I felt like that was kind of it was definitely in there. It was suggestive. Yeah. But the, yeah, so we the, like the beaver gets it and again, like we get more Disney movie magic because the beaver rolls down crazy hill is um, tied to the log. Dude, that was the best <laughs> five seconds of the movie. <laughs> it's and it works. The handy dandy log polar works. That was a dead beaver. <laughs> it's a dead beaver. It is a dead it's beaver. Fire. Yeah, but he landed in the water. So Disney movie magic. He's he's okay. Disney movie magic. He's okay. And that's as we we have the muzzle off, and now we're going on our doggy date, right? Like we're gonna yeah. take on the town. Yeah, because you know we shouldn't bring her home. We should show her what life on the other side is like. Yeah, and he shows her his many houses, families, question families. mark. Um, and makes fun of all of them. Yeah. Like, gives them all accents and makes fun of them. Yeah. He's like, I have them and none of them have me. You want to be part of my circle of manipulation? Right, yeah. Then they bring her, brings her to Tony's where he's like, oh, she's got a girlfriend. Get them spaghetti. What? Oh, and so Tony says some really important things, too. He's like, he says he's got another girlfriend. Yeah. Get them something and suggests like, oh, you settle down with this one. And pretty cocker Spanish girl is what they call her. And when Lady confronts him about it, he gaslights her and is like, oh, he doesn't speak English good. Yeah. He knows exactly what he's talking about. Uh-huh. It's kind of terrible. He's got different families for different days of the week. What's to stop him from having different girlfriends for different days of the week? And he says, like, Tony's for a special occasion, but clearly he's brought lots of dogs to Tony's because Tony says so. Exactly. And it's like, oh, he's, 
got another girlfriend. So yeah, like this is the part where I really started to like really kind of hate Tramp. Like I won't lie. I was like, oh no. I don't like him. The only thing Tramp is good for in this movie is killing the rat. That's true. He does like he has his moment of redemption. Did you the conversation Tony has with the other employee is is bananas and hilarious about how they you can't talk to dogs. I can too talk to dogs. The dogs want spaghetti and meatballs. Right? Like <laughs> his poor employee is just like, whatever, you can talk to dogs here. Yeah, have the fucking plate of Losing a lot of money because you want to feed the fucking homeless animals. It's because you want to feed the strays in the alley. Fine. Yeah. Here. It's just ridiculous. He's like so done with Tony's shit. He's just like, whatever. It's just another Friday night. Here we fucking go. If that wasn't his brother, he would have left years ago. Yeah, exactly. Hey, it's Mario and Luigi if they never got into plumbing. (laughs) This is amazing. You tell me I'm wrong. I mean, I am wrong because... I am wrong because this movie came out long before Nintendo did. But oh, no, you know what? They lost that restaurant and became Mario. Uh, yeah, Mario. because they had too many strays in the back alleys and they couldn't <laughs> afford their rent money anymore, so they had to find a new career. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so Tony, yeah, Tony neglects his duties at a restaurant chef and caters to the two stray dogs in the back of his restaurant. It's clearly the more business savvy thing. Yes. And we get yeah. the famous scene, the famous spaghetti, beloved spaghetti scene. Yeah. That apparently Disney almost cut out. Like he didn't like the scene initially. He thought it was silly. Really? He thought it didn't make sense. Um, and it didn't really pertain to the story very much. So he was going to cut that scene, but they put it in and it turned out to be, like the the scene of the movie, the most famous yeah. scene. Yeah, so, you mentioned Lady and Tramp, and that's what people remember is the spaghetti scene. Yeah, I feel like I didn't even remember like the first half of the like you were saying, like I didn't really yeah. remember the first half of the movie. No, I didn't either, honestly. Like I kept waiting for Lady to end up on the wrong side of the tracks, and it didn't happen till almost an hour into the movie. Yeah, like, and after this point, the movie's actually really short. Like, you get this really quick progression and wrap up. I didn't realize how long the first part of the movie is. Yeah. Uh, Not that we, it's yeah, bad thing, we need all that background expedition and, or expedition. Wrong word. I know what I mean. I can't word this morning. I done graduated college. Yeah. <laughs> um. I lost my complete train of thought. Moving on. This morning. Sorry, morning. It's what you get. But yeah, I, the, like we get all the doggy, sexy romance, and they stay out all night. Because, you know, that's, we've all, I feel like we've all had that high school other that like convinced us to stay out past curfew or like lie to our parents. And thinking back, we're like, that was dumb. Um, well, we don't it. have to do it in high school. That's part part of the reason I'm so tired is because Friday night we drove two hours north to go to the drive-in movies. Was there till <laughs> one o'clock in the morning, and then drove home for two hours. You know, so so, some of us still let com- people convince us. <laughs> yeah, I didn't go to bed till like three thirty, and then got up at like 
8.30. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm so and then you did this. And then, yeah, yesterday was long and busy because I played D&D all last night. So I had to use my 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 big person brain. And big person brain? I did have to use my big person brain. So here I am this morning. Um, that needs to be a shirt. I use my big person brain. That's it. We're yeah. copyrighting it. We're making that a shirt. It's ours. You can't have it. To steal it. I use <laughs> big person brain. I'm running this down. I use my big person. O N brain. Brain. First okay. <laughs> person. You should do person spelt wrong. Dyslexic spelt. Person. Yeah. I should do it like P U R. S U N, like yeah, I, I use my big person brain. <laughs> Anyways, anyways, yeah. So we like doggy romance. We've stayed out out. Where are we? We've stayed out all night. And lady's ready to go home. She's like, oh shit, I have a family and a life, and I want to go back to it. And yeah, Grant's gonna spend the next five minutes trying to manipulate her out of doing that. Uh huh. Where we walk home, and he's like, but wait, don't you want to chase some chickens and violate someone's property and harass their pets? Right. She's like, fucking no. And he's like, well, you should try, because that's definitely a good idea. Which is the equivalent of, like, I know you really want to go home, but have you ever tried shoplifting? Right. <laughs> like, dude, what are you doing? Bring her home. Yeah, he's such a dumbass. Your date's over. And he's like, we've had one date. Move in with me and come join my life and do all my things and my standards. No regard for you and your life. You're dumb for even wanting to go back. Yeah. Then like, like, no, I want to go back. He makes her do something doggy illegal. He yep. makes her break doggy laws. He does. Like a douche. <laughs> <laughs> it made me really mad. No, he he totally does. He he totally makes her do a bunch of shit that she shouldn't do. Well, like he and they almost get shot. A poor lady doesn't even know what a gun is. That gun discharges, and she's like, "What was that?" Yeah. And like, what the fuck, Tramp? I was really mad at this part. Like by the end of this part, I was like, "You're a terrible, 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 whatever dog person." Being, you're terrible. Um, I hate you. You're a horrible monster. You represent, and because of it, Lady gets trapped. Lady gets caught, and she goes to the pound. Yeah, That's she goes to doggy meets, jail. She meets Peg and everybody else. Right, but it's okay because we're singing jo doggy jailhouse blues, and we. Yeah. Meet we, we. I don't know what to call her. Is, well, she was, it's kind of mentioned that she was part of the dog and pony shows. Yeah, that's true. Um, but I think the reference is that Peg would be a, a sex worker that had just happens to be in jail this time for being picked up. Yeah. Not being able to work on like whatever show she was doing, but got too old for and aged out. And now she's like Tramp's female counterpart. Oh, she wants to be a little bit more than Tramp's female counterpart, and from her song, has been more than Tramp's yeah. counterpart. It it sounds like Peg and Trixie 
and Alita, and yeah, there were a couple name drops. Oh, there's a whole list of name drops, including the Chihuahua's sister. Yes, which more cultural appropriation. Oh yeah, like just just peppered through this whole movie, guys. It's actually once I rewatched this, I was like, oh dear, yeah, it's a lot. Yeah, no, it's it's a horrible movie in that aspect. We, but in my opinion, like this is my. I know Lady in the Tramp and Bella Note is like the song in these scenes, but this is my favorite scene. It's I love Peg, and I love her. He's a tramp song. Yeah, and and I wish that I could travel his way. Yeah, it's great. It is a good little song. I do. At the same time, though, I hate. It just annoys the hell out of me. And I don't know if it's the tone of the voices or what, but the the jailhouse blues songs of them howling and stuff, just, I don't know what it is. It just rubs me the wrong way. I don't like that. I think it's because you hear real dogs howling in a distressed way and it's really upsetting. Probably, yes. That could very well be because I just didn't like that whole scene. When you've been a dog owner for a long time, so like that... If your dog had been making that noise, you'd probably go outside and check on it. Oh, I definitely would. So the fact that they had several dogs just like making those sounds and they were very, yeah, it's not, yeah, it, it made, not great. It made me anxious. Like that whole scene gave me anxiety. And that's, you're probably right. It's probably because I can hear the, the like pleas for help and stuff within the, the dog undertones that most, most people probably wouldn't pick up because they haven't learned those dog cues, you know? Yeah. And if you like, if you don't have a lot of experience or don't pay attention, I think our brains just naturally want to assume that it's like, it's a recording or it's recreation. But in this case, it's um, not. a lot of those sounds are not. Yeah, no. And, and I, I even subconsciously picked up on that and it made me anxious and uncomfortable for that whole scene. Yeah, it's oh, and, and then like we hear horrible dog cries, and also like lady watches a dog get taken to doggy death sentence. Yeah, like, like lady's on death row, doggy, doggy death row. No, she's not because she's got a collar on, and the only reason she's in that cage is because they need to call and figure out her parents. Well, they, yeah, and I, like they come back in, they're like, throw her in this cage, and then when they come back together, they're like, yeah, it's the cocker in room four or whatever. That's true. Well, and Peg does try to explain to her that, like, don't worry, you have a caller, they'll you'll know right okay. away. Right, you'll be okay. Um, Like, Lady has clearly never been in this situation, and, like, she realizes that they're taking a dog down, they call it the one-way door. Yeah. Um, which is super terrifying. You like, would be so it, sad. It's the wrong one day way door because yeah, you know, lady goes out the other door and doesn't come back, but she goes out the front door. She doesn't go out the back door. Yeah. Um, and there is a little bit of a parallel to like, if you know, if you're privileged enough, you just get to get out. Yeah. And these other dogs who do not have the privilege of being licensed or being from families um, really have been in there several times and might stay there. Yeah. Um, 
And they, yeah, they say it's a short life, but a merry one, which I thought was, I was like, oh, that's rough. Right. Oh, I do have the name. It's Lulu, Trixie, Fifi, Rosita, and Peg. This game respects uh-huh. game is what I wrote. <laughs> uh, but yeah, but yeah, she gets bailed out. So she goes home. I didn't realize the first time I watched it that, like, not Sarah is the one who came and got her. Yeah. Like, Jim, Deer, and Darling aren't home yet. Aren't home so yet. she's not safe yet. No. And that's very clear because the next time we see her, she's chained outside to the doghouse. Yeah, she's chained up outside. And um, Trusty and Jacques are going to offer themselves as husbands because of her unfortunate experience. Yeah, clearly she's knocked up. Not if she wants husbands, but clearly because she has to have one. Yes. Who would you pick? Would you, if you had to pick, who would you pick, Trusty or Jock? Tramp is not an option because fuck that dog. No, it wouldn't be an option, anyways. I honestly, I how that I you could be a single mother. I, you no, are. You've I, done I, it. You master. Yeah, I'd have to say Jock actually. Dude, same. Like, not that I don't love Trusty. Like, because I do. Trusty's great, but I don't know. Jacques will throw hands for you. Yeah. He's so honorable, and I love him. I mean, Trusty's great, too, but I really like the idea of him as an uncle. Oh, yeah. And he, like, he he has the old, he tries so hard to tell us about old reliable this whole movie. And we never hear about it. We never learn. We never get it. Um, But Lady politely declines. She doesn't want to marry. She's going to be okay. And Tramp comes to um, not apologize because he's a self-centered narcissist. He explains why it's not his fault. Yeah, he came to find her, but the dog catcher had already gotten her and he couldn't do anything about it. Oh, yeah. And when he found out, he was just so upset. Yeah. She, I was so proud of her for being like, uh-huh. dude, he calls her a trick. Yeah. She's like, I was scared. And he's like, oh, no one could hurt a trick like you, which I thought was really gross. Yeah. Yep. She's like, I trusted you. You abandoned me. I was scared out of my fucking mind. And you're an asshole. Yeah, and I had to spend the night on doggy death row. Right. Well, whole bunch- I was terrified. Well, apparently your ex-girlfriend. With, yeah, with your ex-girlfriend. Who told me about all your other girlfriends. Right, because you're nothing but a fucking hoe. You're a man-hoe and you're a terrible human being. Well, dog. Dog. Doggy being? Doggy being? He's a dog yeah. in more ways than the fact that he's actually a canine. Yeah. Which is insulting to dogs. And yeah. It's terrible. And Lady kicks him out. And Jock is ready to throw hands. But Again. she says it's not necessary because Lady can handle herself. Yes. Sends him away. Yep. Which is great. But then the, the fucking monster fucking freak Nimrat is back. Nimrat. I gotta figure out who the hell his name is. I want to say it's like Sebastian. or No, Sebastian was the good rat. Was, that was a good one. Like, I genuinely don't remember his name, but that's all I could see. Every time I saw this monster of a rat, I was like, oh, Nim. It's a Nim rat. And he's come to kill the baby for some reason? Right. I'm trying to figure it out. 
Like Jenner. What's his name? Jenner. And Justin Jenner. is a good rat. And Justin is a good rat. Of course it is. And Jenner's the mean rat. And he's terrifying looking. Like, put a sword in that rat's hand and they, they're the same. Uh-huh. The same rat. Yep. And yeah, for some weird reason, like Tramp goes, she tells him how to break in because Tramp comes back because he hears Lady. And so he right. goes and breaks into the house. Yep. And, get the and rat. Yep, he ends up killing the rat, which is awesome. He does. The rat makes squeaky toy sound, which cracked me up oh, twice. My it does God. it twice. I know. There's a squeaky toy noise. Like literally, it, 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 it bit Tramp or broke his leg, or I don't know that that rat fucking he may have gone out, but he took Tramp with him. Yeah, like he, I don't know why Tramp's ankle is broken, but apparently that rat is a monster. That rat was big though. They made it the rat big, rat. and they also knocked over the baby crib, and somehow the baby was not hurt. Which also yeah, movie magic, I guess. Yep. Stupid rat. Rat was going to eat the baby, which I don't... Like, I don't know why the rat was going to attack the baby. I'm not sure what that was about. Because that's the main protagonist of the movie. That's why. Or antagonist. we needed something evil to attack the baby. Not not protagonist. Antagonist. Antagonist, yeah. Yeah. I can Um, promise. (laughs) I I know what I mean in my head, but then I just can't ever, like, express it in words. It's the making the mouthpiece work. Yeah, if we were writing this out, I'd be awesome. But the fact that we're doing this verbally, I I used my big person brain too much today. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta figure out how to to put that on a t-shirt. I really do. That's definitely going to be our first t-shirt for yep. sure. It has to be. It has and to also, be. like, how did the whole dogs, they tear, like, we see at what point that this room that Aunt Sarah is in is right next to the baby room. And somehow two dogs tear ass around the whole room. And she only wakes up, like, when the baby starts cries. screaming. Yeah. Yeah. And then she decides to make her ass get up and go over to the room where she decides that the dogs are monsters. Yep. And calls Tramp a demon and calls the dog catcher and she's going to put Tramp in doggy jail. Which is honestly where he belongs, but that's not the point. Kinda. But that's not the point. I guess he's he's what we get, so I guess we'll work with it. But yeah, I don't he redeemed himself because he killed the rat and got hurt. Well, and he, okay, so this situ and this situation I feel like happens in real life where everyone judged him, like, because he had done all these shitty things, everyone was like, well, I didn't think he was that shitty, but maybe, probably. And then when it turned right. out to be the rat, everyone was like, oh, we were wrong. We misjudged him. And he suddenly gets a pass on, like, everything. Yeah. Every bad deed he's ever done, ever, gets nullified because he saved the baby from the rat. Yeah. Sarah also drags Lady like very way violently down the stairs and she yeah. makes a very real yip noise that made me real uncomfortable. Yeah, no, she, Sarah's a horrible animal abuser. I do not like Aunt Sarah at all. 
She shouldn't even have those cats. She should have no animals. She's a nightmare. She is a nightmare. She's the real villain of the story. Because if it wasn't for her, none of this would have happened. I kind of think so. Like, if Lady had been in the house, the rat wouldn't have made it in the house in the first place. She chased that rat away before. Even if she wasn't in the house. Like, say she was outside. If she wasn't chained up, the rat wouldn't have made it in the house. Because she chased the rat away earlier in the movie. Oh, that's a good point. Because she wasn't chained up, so she could just chase it off. That's a good yep. point. Yep. Um, and yeah. so they feel bad. Like, she's, yeah, Aunt Sarah has called Doggy Jail. And they're like, we're going to put Tramp down. We've been looking for this dog for a long time. Which I was yep. like, who? Yep. Dog catchers? Holy shit. But okay. Yep. And, and but that- thank God Jim Deere and Darling come home when they do, though. Oh, my God. Just in time. They come home and... Like, they're told that the dog attacked the baby, so poor Elizabeth has a whole ass heart attack. Right. And thankfully, um, Jim is like, I don't fucking buy it. Like, yeah, the room's trash, but this isn't normal lady behavior. Something's wrong. And finds Immediately rat. lets Lady out. Yep. And Lady brings the rat. Yeah, and they show Sarah, who feels dumb, and she should. Yep. Dumb bitch. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's amazing. Um, but yeah, and Jacques and Trusty are going to go save Tramp, I guess. Fine. Yep. With, they do. And they go like, so this is the part, and I only noticed it. If I hadn't watched this movie like three or four times, um, I wouldn't have noticed it. But this is where I noticed like, Jacques and Trusty chase the horse and buggy off the road, or they knock it over at least. This is where right. oh, Jacques tries to tell Trusty he has no smell, and Trusty is like, bitch, I got your smell right here. Right? Yeah. He does track them, because he is a great dog. Yeah. And they knock the carriage over, but behind the carriage, because the first couple times I was like, how'd a lady get there? Jim Deer and Darling apparently took it upon themselves to get in the car and also go chase down the yeah. doctor. Yeah, no, they, they chase down the, the horse and buggy to save Tramp. Yeah, like they're going to go fix the problem, which I think is amazing. That just makes them like all the better human beings. Yeah. Um, it also means like Jock and Trusty didn't necessarily have to go knock over those poor horses. Right. Because they would have just gotten to the dog pound and been like, wait, 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 and then paid to get Tramp out, and it would have been fine. I know, but they're doing what they thought was right, which is... That's crazy. true, and they're the unsung heroes of this movie, yeah. for sure. We think we lose Dusty for a minute. I and know. It makes me real sad. It does make me sad. I was... I get real scared. Especially like with, Jacques, with Jacques Howell. Like that—that's so eerie on so many levels. Again, super uncomfortable all of a sudden. Uh huh. Um, and I think that's what I think that's the reason why is because it's an actual animal making that noise, and I think people who yeah. know enough about animals are like, "Wait a minute." Yep. Not a person making that noise. No. Um, and then we just cut to Christmas. 
<laughs> which is really jarring. <laughs> you can't win. It's just like it's howling and it's tragic. Poof, Christmas. And not only poof Christmas, but poof Christmas, we're taking pictures with poof too much smoke. <laughs> yeah, Jim Deere doesn't know how to work the camera. I know, it's great. <laughs> this is super hilarious. And he fills the whole house with smoke. Yep. And there's Lady and Tramp puppies. There is. That's right. The lady was clearly, there you go. Really, clearly packing. Uh, uh, and hopefully uh, not on her first heat. Yeah, uh, I hope not, because that makes me super upset if it was. Is it dangerous if dogs, is that why? Is it, Can it, it be like a dangerous thing? It's not dangerous, but kind of think about it in the sense of like a 13-year-old girl getting pregnant. Like, it's not dangerous per se, but it's not healthy. It's just, uh, yeah, so it, like, give their body a chance to adjust to this new type well, of way and these new hormones. Mature. Like, dogs dogs don't mature until they're two. You know, just like most people don't mature, mature until they're, you know, a minimum of 18. Debatable. So, well, physically maturing. <laughs> no, oh, no, I was going to say older. I was being a smartass. I'm saying no, no, I'm with you. Mentally mature, no, not at all. But physically mature, you know, 18 to 20 years old. So yeah. if you look at it in the same way of dogs, by the time they're two, they're, you know, 18 to 20 years old. You know, they're physically mature enough now to have, you know, babies but their first heat at six months old it's yeah seriously look at it in the same sense of like a 13 year old 14 year old getting pregnant like that's not healthy they're not mature enough you yeah, know and you like babies having these things so that's why i'm just trying to give them a chance to get used to their new hormones new body new stuff right like when, when we were breeding the labs we didn't breed Honey until she was two. Well, she wasn't quite two, but her second heat, because dogs have their first heat between six and eight months old, and then roughly ever six to eight months after that. You know, but it's... It definitely wasn't her first heat, which... So I can kind of see why a bunch of people were, like, not super excited. No. It's not safe. That, yeah, that's just bad breeding tact. Okay, so I can say, yeah, no, that. So we're gonna hope, we're gonna hope that we've skipped a Christmas. I, I, I really think we do because if we look at the calendar too, when Jim's trying to figure out when she's gonna have the baby, she skips. He skips over, you know, like October, November, December, January, February. You know, so I really think we did miss that Christmas. Oh and yeah, and then like, to April. You're right. April, like well. At some point, we're going to have a baby. You know? Yeah, he does, too. He's just, like, I in there. Really, I really think we do get a, a Christmas in there that we don't see. It just isn't acknowledged. That would make more sense. Yeah. I didn't think about the fact that he does he does flip through a calendar year. And by this point, we've already been halfway through a year. So, yeah. Yes. Um. Then we have guests. And... Trust he's he's alive. He is alive. alive. Yay! And, yay! 
And yeah. apparently Aunt Sarah sent dog treats. Yeah. So Sorry, I had to change the guard again because my cats are jerks. We, Yeah, all is forgiven because Aunt Sarah sent dog treats. Yeah, so it's like, apparently it's okay, and we love Aunt Sarah, and probably will let her dog sit again, which really concerns me. Yes. And Tramp has got himself a license and a collar and is a family man now, which I guess makes everything he did forgivable. He got her thrown in jail. Don't marry men who get you thrown in jail. Guys, yeah, please. No, that's that's please don't do that. That's not acceptable. I don't care if they killed a rat. Please don't. No. Do Metaphorically or otherwise. <laughs> please, <laughs> please go the other direction. Be like, no, thank you, sir, and or lady, depending on who you who is trying to put you in the situation and just turn around and walk. Depending away. on who's trying to get you to chase chickens. Yes. Learn from Don't do it. Don't. Learn from Lady in the sense of the first time she was like, get the fuck out, Tramp. But then then stop learning from Lady because she clearly gave in. <laughs> oh, Cyrus! <laughs> what is wrong with you? You just, like, tried to climb on the lizard's cage and missed. Come here. Come here. Wow. Sometimes the ferrets will try to climb on the table and miss. It's super oh, funny. Oh, my God. He's just standing at the door. He wanted to come in here, and now that I closed the door because we're recording, he's mad because he's on this side of the door. Can, I don't know if you guys can hear him or not, but he's loud. Someone clearly put a door in his way, and it's I a travesty. How oh, dare wow. you? <laughs> wow. Wow. He answers and me, so you know. As he's mocking you back, he's like, am I part of this? Is this a together thing? Will you stop? And then... Oh, did we... And yeah, so anyway... Uh, oh, no. We one more thing. Trusty does finally get to talk about Old Reliable. Does. Babies don't know who Old Reliable is. He's but... so happy. Dude. And I, I love that they call him Uncle Trusty. Like... They do. Aww. They're like, no, we haven't heard, and Uncle Trusty can't remember. I know. <laughs> he got his sense of spell back, but now he lost his memory. Poor Uncle <laughs> Yeah, you guys. <laughs> poor, poor Uncle Trusty. He's always losing something, that Uncle Trusty. Yep. Oh, and, and the end. Happily ever after. Yep. Oh, and then they end on that Silent Night wannabe song. And yes. that's it. And we make it. No. And no one died in this one except the rat. Oh, but the rat deserved to die. Well, okay. This rat deserved to die. Rats do not deserve to die because rats are great. If they're domesticated. Again, children, ladies and gentlemen, people of all ages, domesticated rats do not deserve to die. Wild rats that try to break into your home and kill your baby do deserve to die. That rat was big enough to kill a baby, too. It was what a huge heck? rat. Damn Jenner. <laughs> he's, he's scary and mean. He is. So, like, so quick recap of the movie. Like, what do you, did you find it worth watching again? It, it was, it like was. It much. I'm glad I watched it again. I'm glad I refreshed myself with the movie. I guess I had forgotten how much of an 
ass Aunt Sarah was. Like, I don't know why. For some reason in my brain, I was convinced that it was Jim and Darling that were doing all this to Lady. So I'm really glad that it wasn't Jim and Darling. I, like, I kind of had the same realization where I remember Aunt Sarah not really, guess, being aware of how in the family Lady was. But I don't remember being her being as mean as she ended up being. Yeah. And she was real mean. And I'm glad I watched it again. I did find, like, now that I know the things about the animal usage, and now that I've seen not only the cats, but the other levels of just, like, these jobs could have been given to actual actors from those places of those ethnicities. You could have done it right and just as well, and it would have been just as funny. I probably wouldn't watch it again after this for a long time. And I, I haven't seen the new one, so I don't know if they make changes in the new version or not. I don't know either. We'll have to get. We'll have to go back and do we'll the new to, versions we'll eventually. We'll have to revisit Lady and Tramp with the new version for sure. And we have to do that with 101 with Corella. So, yes. Well, there's several versions of 101 because there's the live action with the Glenn Close. Oh, and that one's so good too. I know. I like that one. Glenn Close is amazing. Um, She's kind of epic, honestly. Yeah, she kind of is. Um, but yeah, I'm I'm sure we will revisit different versions of 101 Dalmatians and Lady and the Tramp um, moving forward. Just because those are some of the older ones and they have, they're some of the bigger names within Disney. For sure. And they have a lot of, they have a lot of remakes. I am glad I watched it again. I wouldn't yeah. particularly push this on my child and I don't know that I'll watch it again for a while because now I feel like I know too much. Right. No. And, 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 especially knowing that they use like real animals to make all the, the barking and everything. It, it explains why I was basically having a low key panic attack the entire movie. Cause I was picking up on, on the, the aggression and pain and everything that were coming out and all the barking. Yeah. That's what I like. I'm not surprised at all. And I'm like, actually I'm more uncomfortable right. with it than I really thought I was going to be. And it's just, it's not good. It's not, it's not ideal. No, it's not. I really don't know if you guys can hear him meowing, but I am sorry if he is distracting. I promise he's not in any pain. He's literally standing <laughs> on the... I have a table that my lizard tank is on, and he's literally standing on the lizard tank, looking at me, screaming. Speaking of animals in false distress. Yes, he's fine. I promise. He's just... <laughs> do, not cl- do not jump on my bookshelf. Young man. <laughs> oh my god. Well, your animals are demanding attention. I have to turn an air conditioner on in my house. It's slowly becoming boiling temperature here. We should wrap this up. We're sorry. <laughs> and we made it. We made it to the end again, guys. We're down to an hour and a half instead of two hours. Oh, are we at an hour and a half? I think so. We might be a little over an hour and a half. Ah, whatever. We, we just sit and ramble. So, you know, it's all good. You know what? It's worth it. You love it. Uh, no. I mean, if you're still listening, you must love it because you're here. And we'll definitely work on the t-shirt thing. Like, I am super proud of that. I'm so glad we have a first t-shirt. It's happening. It's becoming a thing. I don't know when, but we'll figure it out. We will definitely have t-shirts. I don't know when. I don't know how. But But I'm uh, making t-shirts somehow right now. Okay. (laughs) I was trying to do that. How am I going to do that? 
<laughs> okay. We should wrap this up and say goodbye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye. Disney. Bye, Disney. Till next time. Which, oh, I think the plan for next time, just FYI at the end here, we're going to be doing the new Tangled movie that came out a few years ago because I know about some of the more original myths or stories, I guess. Not myths, but stories of Rapunzel and one of my favorites. We're gonna I'm not gonna mention it here because I don't want to spoil the surprise, but let me tell you, it's good. It it for, cracks me up every single time I get to talk about it. Oh, I'm so excited because I yeah. do not know a lot of Rapunzel background. And so everyone gets that your project, go watch Tangled, which is the cutest yeah. movie ever. Pascal is the best. And come have it ruined. Yeah. Yeah. It'll be so much fun. Yay. So until then, Yay. enjoy Disney. And we'll be back enjoy. in a couple of days. Bye. Bye.